episode two disclaimers. There are none. I was a very good boy. Welcome to episode three. Enjoy. Mr. Carl Steinler back in the house, coming at you kind of live, you know the drill, from my casita in Ladera Ranch, California. My little bubble within the bubble is the way I put it, you know, but I use that all lovingly. I love my little bubble. I, I tell people, you know, Rome lasted for almost 600 years. Ladera Ranch is going on 23 strong right here, right now. So what is this, you ask? Who am I? I don't know. I'm just a dude. This is just a show. It's a community-based podcast, community-based show. If you got something to say, you are more than welcome. You get your butt on here and you say it. Email me right now. C is in cat, Stein, S-T-E-I-N, 33 at iCloud.com cstein33 at icloud.com and we will have you on here you know you can come with a friend you can come solo if we need to we'll disguise your voice you could be a swim somebody who isn't me just however you need to get on here you you come and get on here we're gonna talk to some cool people maybe talk to some a-holes like i said oral history art project of sorts we are just going to get to know thy neighbor my friends and that's really it so just sit back relax have a little fun with me tonight as you know this is stein time and it is time to chat tonight we have a mr john burkle in the house what is up john uh let's see father of two husband to one got the dog got the dog got the dog he says sorry just had to turn up his mic now okay so very nice very nice did the dog come before the kids or after the kids or no 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 the dog is brand new oh wow see so any i anybody who tells you okay the last year anybody who tells you that gosh i used to have a dog but anybody tells you who who raising who's raising a dog is not like raising little kids at least at the very beginning i think is is tripping i see so many similarities with you know having dog and 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 children 100 percent a hundred percent. My wife slept on the floor the first night with the dog because she was having like separation anxiety already. Oh so wow! Sleep training, potty training. It's dude. They really are like the third they are. kid. The first few weeks are the hardest for sure, but 
she's amazing. Um, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> I love that, dude. Already, the boom shakas are coming early. So, it, what kind of dog? It's a fancy dog. It's a red fox lab. Red fox lab. Yeah. So I was telling you before, I used to have a ladder. When I was 20, I got a dog for my birthday. I thought I wanted a guitar. I come home from a surf trip in Costa Rica. There's this little puppy locked in my bedroom and I'm tripping. I'm like, what? Like, I am not ready for this right yeah. now in my life. Like, what's going on? And then lo and behold, I uh, raised that dog. And it, was, yeah. it might be my once in a lifetime dog. Not to say I won't have a dog I probably won't ever have a dog that good again, but I, I, not to say I won't have a good dog, but that dog was just so in tune with me, slept on right. our bed. Oh, the second we had kids, I remember dude, he got kicked to the floor. That was like the worst day of his life. He used to sleep in a yeah. queen bed with Kelsey and I. And yeah, I mean, she sleeps in our bed with us. I mean, she's a part of the family. She is the third kid. So special. We actually argue sometimes on like whether or not to leave her at home versus take her to, you know, softball games and, you know, great. Yeah, she's totally a, a she sees herself as one of the kids you could tell dude that's rad so how did you like track down the breed or you guys just knew it or because i've never heard of that yeah so that was all my wife so we were looking at originally we want to get like kind of a unique dog you know there's a lot of especially in ladera a lot of golden retrievers mm -hmm. a lot of yellow labs a lot of those common family dogs <clears throat> but we were looking to try and get something unique so we first started looking at vislas and they're beautiful we love the color that like that dark uh, kind of orange, reddish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful dogs. Beautiful dogs. And then we started reading into them, and it was like, you got to run them like three miles a day. Ooh. And we yeah. are just not going to do that. Yeah, that's so a tough one, dude. We, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, we barely have time to go to Albertsons. So we're not, we can't do that. So we started looking more for like just straight family dogs. Um, we wanted a bigger dog. I would have loved to have a Great Dane at Oof. some point. That's still on wow, my they, bucket They're going list. like a buck that's fifty. Those still, are big boys, dude. But they're lap dogs. You ever read about Here. them? They're, they say that they do great in apartments. What? It's wild. Because they, they can't... They're so big. They can't even really like run just like full on. They're all lazy. They're, all, they're like Shaq. They're, they yeah, can they dunk, just, like, but they, they just, just slow up and down they the court. They don't realize that they're six feet tall and they just kind of hang out. That's know? so rad. The that's only downside great. is they live like five years, five to seven years. Oh, that's yeah, sad. That's a bummer. Yeah. And then, gosh, talk about pet insurance is something I never Oh, we had. got that. Yeah. See, that's you do. Yep. I used to never like, I, I can remember. I, I mean, key. I took my dog to the vet for shots when he needed them. But back in the day, I mean, I would never take him and, and the only time i took him was once when his face swelled up like a balloon and he got bit by a spider or yeah. something i remember well, I mean, the vet I mean, said the but vet, it's like the vet is so expensive they're a racket though bro what kind of doctor do you go to just to see the exactly doctor. and then what kind of doctor so, do you go to and then they write you a prognosis and then literally on your way out the door you're buying prescription from them at least yes. in our in our human medical world you know the pharmacy is separate from your actual doctor yeah i'm not sure if doctors receive kickbacks from prescriptions they write or not but you know, that's what just trips me out about the vet. They're like, and then, and then I feel like it's never just like set in stone. They're always like, it could be A, B, or C. There, there's, and that's the, you know, the frustrating part when you go to the vet. Like the, the vets are amazing and they, they do their best, but it's such a guessing game, dude. Like it's, you go in there and you're like, hey, the dog shit everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, it could be one of nine things. And you're like, okay. Kind of thought that when I came here. Totally. Help totally. narrow it down. Yep. They're like, well, for $400, <laughs> we, can get, we can get this narrowed down to three. An extra 200 Yeah, I'll see we'll you next really week and we'll it figure it out. Yeah. yeah, dude, I so, hear you. But, you know, 
like you said, when you when you own a dog and they're yeah. part of the family, you're like whatever. Totally. Seeing, a, seeing a dog in pain is not fun. I mean, our True. dog got sick the first uh, few, first few months we had her, and uh, just seeing a dog like uncomfortable, like, yeah, it, it just irks you, man. It's like it's a baby; just, they can't talk and they can't like oh, express it. Like they have that look on their face, <sighs> and they're just so helpless they're like they know they can't fully communicate with you it's a you yeah it's that like when you have when you're like we're having this connection you know they look at you and you look at them oh, and you're bro. like all right I, you're you are a hundred percent relying on me like and they always say right like dogs are a part of your life but you are the dog's entire life dude that's a good one okay totally you know you dude. are the dog's whole life that dog. That's maybe, why they're so loyal, right? That that you may have a dog for let's call it twelve years of your life here, mm-hmm. and and you'll have multiple pets, but that dog's entire life is you. you I know? love that so special. So break. Hopefully, we can get another dog soon. My son, you know, has bad allergies, and we dude, we actually tried like a year ago. We bought a doodle because they're supposed oh, to yeah. be like hypoallergenic or whatever, and heartbreaking bro we went to like i don't know temecula or something and picked it up and literally had to drive him back like within 48 hours because my son was breaking out in hives had him here bought a collar like bro it was like shattering just so so freaking sad it's like not even funny dude see we got our producer making fun of us i'm gonna kick his butt but yeah dude it's just imagine bringing a dog home with your three kids and shatter my son so we're gonna figure it out we're gonna we're gonna get a dog if there's any gnarly hypoallergenic breeders out there hit me up so yeah absolutely i mean did i did i ask you how long you've been in ladera yet for we only talked about the dogs we've been in ladera since 2017 okay so we're going on year six now we moved in like halloween week 2017 no halloween's gnarly here dude it's no joke it is the super bowl of ladera you think halloween is okay I can't even explain it to outsiders because other people live in other, you know, other parts. Like, let's say they're from Temecula or mm. they live in L.A. And it's like, yeah, my neighborhood decorates for Christmas. But Boom. nobody hits 17,000 children <laughs> up and down the green belt. Bro, it's insane. It's wild. It is wild, man. It's it's. I try and bring people in. I try and tell family. My sister ended up moving here, but it was like when she wasn't living here with her husband, and they, and they saw it firsthand. It's it's wild, man. Yeah, it's but it's, it's special. Amazing. Yeah, it's exactly. So special. Yeah. It is one of those things that goes in the list of why you moved to Ladera. Totally, totally, and that was my one of my disclaimers. I think before episode two, maybe was you know people decorate their houses so crazy and it's like it really like makes me have to do something because the kids are always like this and that and i'm like it's just halloween like save it for christmas or the the gnarly the moms of ladera decorate for every holiday yeah i'm pretty sure they're gonna start decorating for president's day oh shoot i'm out i'm out bro if that happens i'm out well just this week right saint patty's day i didn't see too many saint patty's houses i don't know if i saw you saw some just that I, I felt like the the in-house like decorations between the moms on Instagram of like how the leprechaun oh my God came like they it was just even in our own house I was like I told my wife I was like I've never 
experiences in my bro, life. Bro, I know. I didn't when get did St. Patty's gifts. My, thing? Bro, my wife got our kids gifts this for St. Patty's. Like little gifts, All you know, like 10. But it's like, what the F? We got a drunk elf as Santa now running around oh, on March 17th. Okay. You know, terrorizing kids. We got to show them the Leprechaun the movie, and I bet this. Oh shit! Now we're talking. That's a boom shaka, dude. I thought you said drunk elf. I thought you were talking about elf on a shelf because that's another one that just is kind of new, but it creeps me out, dude. That little freaking. You got to come up with twenty five ideas. I know, right, dude? Right. I've had I had some good ones though. Our kids love. You have some good ones (laughs) until you realize, or you get busted, and they go, "Oh." She did that last year. Yeah, right. Life, oh, little smart move. And you look, and you look at your wife. You're like, it's almost like as they learn how to read. You know, you used to like spell things with your wife, and then you're like, oh, daddy, what's ass spell? Oh, I meant to spell ask. Ask me. Yeah. You know. Oh, dude. You start to see how they like. They start to figure out around like between six and eight. Man, they start. They're reading. We go to Target and. Elf on a shelf is for sale. Oh know. snap! How do you get around that one? That's a you walk predicament. Fast. You Dude, walk nice. fast. So you still have believers though, right? Because okay, so so my oldest is ten. Obviously, he doesn't believe in Santa, but my youngest is turning eight in May. Or sorry, my my middle is turning eight in May, and my youngest is five. So yeah. they, they're still Santa believers. And you have Emily's your oldest, yeah. and then Drew's your youngest. So it was yeah. like eight and three, eight and four, eight and or no, Emily's six and a half. Truths four and a half. They're okay. both June babies. So believers. Oh, they're all in. Yeah. Emily's like, she's a really good reader now. Oh, wow. Too good to where she reads everything. Like I said, you walk her, you, you take her into Target and it's almost like we can't take her. Someplace. Too many questions. Like, too many questions. <laughs> yeah. Too much reading labels. Oh, just, shit. It becomes such a like liability. Oh, yeah. Things, you know? Oh, yeah. I hear that. All right, dude. Right on. So. Let me kick it off with some some life pro tips. What do you think about that? Let's do Go it. with that. All right. So my first one, I guess, maybe just has to do a little bit with finance, life advice. So here it is. Life pro tip. Before purchasing an expensive item, look up used ones and see how they hold up over time. You can get a good idea of how they age and wear. That's a good tip. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was a good tip for cars up until like the last two years. And now used cars are just oh. through the roof. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's been crazy. And I and I you know, I'm, I I used to do photography professionally years and years ago and I still do it as a hobby, but you know, that's a thing I would used to do is kind of look up. Yeah. I'd actually look to buy the used gear and photography equipment in general. If it's nice glass, good Canon lenses, I shot Canon or yeah. you know, Polaroids. If it's if it's a good piece of equipment, it holds its value extremely well actually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I like that. All right. All right. We'll we'll give that a a thumbs up, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. So here's another one. Uh, Social. I I like this one, right? Because I think this is going to hit home with a lot of people. And I hope you guys really listen to this. So it says, life pro tip. If you're giving advice, try to stick to one main point. People won't usually remember what you've said if you overwhelm them with ideas. Less is more. Less is more, right? That's it. Quality over quantity. Yeah, but That's have you ever it. had those people that talk to you, give you advice, and they they give you one little like super solid nugget, but then they don't shut up for like the next yep. two minutes? Yep. Yeah. So you just got to give the one line, and you got to walk away. Yeah. Right. Or yep. just give the one line, and maybe just nod and nod yep. and nod. Yeah. Kind of like you, when you're you, talking to your you're spouse. You're not supposed to give the advice and then say, "Well, because." Yeah. You just give the advice. And then yeah, you're not supposed to give advice and relate it back to you. It's not yes. about you. You're giving advice. Yes. Okay. 
dude, we are rolling. Dude. Just boom, boom. Good pro tips tonight. Okay, this is a one that I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really, it's hard for me to talk to friends. I guess my wife's always the one setting stuff up, but here we go. Life pro tip. Actually, I talked to you. We set this up. Some of your friends need to be explicitly, explicitly invited to stuff. Some of your friends need to be invited to stuff. If you're someone who just does things like going to the movies or a bar as a group or whatever, some of your friends will think that you don't want them there unless you explicitly encourage them to attend. Yeah. I'll say this will often include people who have been purposely excluded or bullied in their younger years. Well, that's just messed up. If you're purposely excluding or bullying people, you're a dick. So shame on you. But it says invite your shy friends places. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I yeah. agree too. Especially in Ladera. Everyone's like super cool, but I feel, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't really run into too much clickiness here yet. Have you or, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's always going to be clicks in life, dude. Gotcha. Place, neighborhood. I mean, I know that, but have you ever felt like people are like, I, I mean, I haven't got like the high school vibe or anything like that. I haven't. I, I've heard that there are, there, there can be some clicks around here, but I just think to a degree that's, that's human nature, man. True. People are going to gravitate towards certain groups that they're more comfortable with, with whether it be their neighborhood or, you know, parents of certain schools. Um, but overall, I think Ladera does a pretty good job of just holding its own as a giant community. Dude. Well said. I agree. Yeah. We're pretty good at, you know, inclusion, I guess. And, and all that. So, all right, beautiful, beautiful. So do you, you know, I usually like to ask people, uh, for after I give my life pro tip for a Ladera pro tip. So do you maybe have a, it could be one, two, my Ladera pro tip. Like as if someone was just moving here. Yeah, or anything in Ladera, you can give them as a pro tip. Like last week, I said don't go to the skate park unless you might want to hear an f bomb fly or two. I would say my Ladera pro tip would be to buy a wagon. Buy a wagon. Gotta buy a wagon. Nice. Buy a wagon. Okay. There's so much stuff that goes on around Ladera in terms of walking, whether it be the parks. So Concerts. if you're a new, if you're a new family, you're moving to Ladera, and you're like, this is this is amazing. It's like, look, there are like. 39 parks here <laughs> like is there really that many or you're just shooting a, a bs okay here, no there's a ton i don't know today. if you know there's okay. more there's more trees in ladera than all of central park no yeah. no where'd you hear that what stat of the day right there what yeah. wait 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 yeah. what stat of the yeah. day dude that might be stat of the year okay okay so, so buy a wagon got, so not like got, a not a radio flyer yeah. you're talking like a fold up you one. need you need a legit wagon okay you need because you need it you need something that'll transport the kids. Now they got these high speed wagons that got like, like almost like little fold up chairs for the kids Shut. on either side. They're they're awesome. When did kids get so effing lazy, dude? Well, we're talking like two year olds, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, fine, fine. So you got to get something that can transport kids, a cooler, maybe some chairs, because you got the parks, you got the trails, the concerts, and you got the concerts, man. Yeah. That that's part of the pro tip is you gotta if you're gonna move to Ladera you gotta live Ladera. Dude, that's a great one. I like that. And you also you're got sporting games. Yeah, sports. And, and there's how many pools around here? Oh, dude, you got to do the four. tour of the parks. You got to do the tour of the pools. You got to go to the to the different activities. You got farmers market. Yeah. You know, a wagon. If you got young kids, you got it's it's a must have. All right, dude. I love that. Solid. Solid. Get those wagons, people. John's yeah. slinging them out of his garage. Just hit him up. No, I'm kidding. He's really not. All right. Cool, dude. So 
Next is our, you know, today I learn. I like to just kind of hit people with some kind of random facts and just, you know, see see how we feel about them. So with your line of work, I, I don't know if this one will be relevant or not, but it might be. So it says, today I learned that Buddy Holly's wife found out about his death while watching TV and suffered a miscarriage the next day due to psychological trauma. His mother heard the news on the radio and collapsed. Soon after, authorities adopted a policy of notifying a victim's family before their name was released. What so, year was that? Buddy Holly? I mean, we're talking, you know, years ago. So they, they, I don't know. I guess they put the policy in place because I'm so, I know you're a fireman um, in Orange County, correct? Yeah. Yep. So is it usually the police or the fire that would notify a, a family? Police. Police always do it. The police or the coroner, depending on really the circumstances. But yeah. So, like, what do you mean, depending on the circumstance? Like, when would a coroner do it and not the police? Um, if they need, like, exact identification. Okay. So. Not really. But, like, out here, the, the coroner and the sheriff's department are all kind of interconnected. So. Okay. It just depends on what happened, where it happened, that kind of stuff. Nice. How long have you been a, a firefighter for? I've been a fireman going on just about nine years now. I've been a paramedic for 15. Okay, nice. So you started as like an EMT and then... Started as an EMT in 2007. Got my paramedic license a couple years after that. And then got hired as a fireman late 2014. Sick, dude. Did it take you a while to get hired or... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, in, you know, 2008, 2009, the recession hit. A lot, oh, yeah. lot of yeah. fire departments went on hiring freezes. Um, it got pretty difficult to get hired. So, um, that was but now you're in, dude. Now you're, yeah, now you're styling. In. Yeah, I'm in a great place. You're in Anaheim, is yeah. it? Or yeah. yeah, there's some Anaheim's nice, dude. Anaheim Hills has some incredible. Anaheim houses. is, I mean, it's the largest city in Orange County. Okay, so okay. it's uh, it's extremely diverse, dude. Anaheim Hills compared to West Anaheim <laughs> could not be further apart in terms of, you know, demographics, income, all that stuff. So it's two different worlds. Okay. You know, okay. You, you see two different worlds for sure. Nice. What was that? Did you hear that? Was that like Wu Tangers? Someone just gave him a shout out. Okay. Nice. I like that. I like that. So, and then how, how many guys are in your firehouse? Um, well, in my firehouse, we have 24 guys between wow. three shifts. So there's eight guys on duty. Okay. And then we have an ambulance assigned to us. So a total of 10. Okay. So nice. 10 guys a day. Anaheim as a whole has about 224 people. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And do you, do you like all the dudes you, you live with or like, how does that work? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're all. We're, it's it's a true brotherhood you know i mean we're really it honestly together. is okay you live together you, you eat every meal together for at least 24 hours sometimes mm -hmm. five days in a row um you see things that bond you i get a you. lot of people don't see yeah. go through things um you share experiences and a lot of our family experiences are kind of interconnected in the sense that you know our wives are at home alone while we're at work. So mm -hmm. we're all dealing with different levels of um, kind of chaos at times going on at home. Yeah. Right? The kids know you're not home. They're giving mom a hard time. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's... So we're all in, you know, some guys got two kids, some guy got five kids. So Ooh, we're five. all sharing stories and, you know, yeah. 
Okay, just learning advice on how that's to handle great. Yeah, kids, right there you, you know go. and there it's, you go. Uh, it's cool man it's um it, it's definitely a career that i i absolutely love um yeah, you're doing epic got work pros and cons you know thank sure. you yeah yeah no, i love it you know it, it definitely it comes at a price at times both uh what's the longest you'll be away um, like in terms of like my normal 24 hour shift, I won't try and be home for more than, or be away from home for more than three or four days. Okay. But sometimes, I mean, when we get staffing shortages, mm-hmm. um, I can be at work for up to five days. Dang. So what's your normal shift? Like two days in a row, 48 hours or we work, um, they're called two, we call them tours. So I work, you know, four, four 24 hour shifts out of eight days. So it's on off. For eight days ends up being four shifts out of eight days, and then I nice. get, I get you know six days off basically. Dude, I like that. I so, like that a lot. Yeah, it, get, it can get tough. I mean, but we can trade our shifts around. So okay. sometimes I'll stack stack a couple of days. I'll work three days in a row so I can get eight off. You know, like, very nice. So it allows some flexibility, but it's you know it's always a kind of a cost benefit analysis of. Well, I'm going to be gone for yeah, three you or four days. It and, and my wife's got to handle that at home, and she does an amazing job. Yeah, um, Melissa's rad. Shout she, out, Melissa. Yeah, she kicks ass, dude. She is, she's amazing. She deals with a lot with the kids and my work. And, you know, I come home some days, and I like, like the other day, I came home. We had quite a few calls after, after midnight, and I'm, I'm running on, mm. on empty, dude. So, it, it, it's definitely sometimes you're home, but you're not always a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. That that's day, tough. Yeah. You know, so Ugh. it's, it's like uh, jet lag almost. It totally is. Yeah. You're trying like, well, let me just get a one hour nap on the couch Ugh. real quick, you know? And, but I always try and tell her, I, I try not to bring my work home mm-hmm. in terms of like when I'm home, even if I had a bad, bad night, I really try to just leave it. Um, there. but it's hard, you know, it's hard. Yeah. We, I can we, imagine. We go through a lot at work. We see things and, we go, we go through stuff, and um, so she understands that for sure. All right, and what would you say maybe to anybody looking to to become a, a fire fireman? What, what advice would you give them? My advice would be to stick with it. Okay, so do they still have to follow like the EMT route? Like my yeah, friend you got to hit followed. certain. You know, you, you got to go EMT. You got to get your fire academy. Mm-hmm. Um, go work on an ambulance somewhere. Um, get experience, but stick with it because there's going to be a lot of rejection. So it's literally like at least two, three years in an ambulance before you can. Yeah, at least. Become, Most guys. Do you have to have that or Most can guys. they take you without any they of that experience? They can take you without it. And sometimes like there's, I work with plenty of guys who, you know, they went all in on, on, you know, one department the first time and they got lucky. You know, it's like. Gotcha. It's like going to Vegas. Some guys just. They, they put it all on black and they hit black. Wow. The first time. That's but nice. some guys got to play all night. Yeah, right. And keep trying and trying. Well, that was like maybe where I was going with that was just like, um, you know, if, if I had like a midlife crisis or something, I want, oh, I want to be a fireman. Like, no way. Right. Yeah, or, you, or you could know somebody start, and get really lucky. Most guys, like if you were to like, hey, I'm going to I want to be a fireman. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enroll in EMT school. I would say it'll, it, you're looking at at least three years. Gotcha. But you also said that if the, you know a chief or someone that really likes you, that they can hire you without any of that EMT stuff as long as you've no. passed fire school? No. No. Okay, so you have to have EMT prerequisite. Yeah, and nowadays, like, knowing people helps guide you. It'll help guide you, but it's 
it's not like a like just because you know someone you're not gonna get hired and really? even then like it's not okay, what you know it's who you know i mean i found that to degree, be true throughout degree, my life for a, sure. ton, a ton it can help a hundred percent like mm-hmm. you may get some good like inside knowledge on like hey how to prepare for this test and stuff like that which is not cheating like it's just saying hey you know when i took the test these are the types of questions they ask like but the biggest thing is with knowing people in departments they just help guide guys like mentors you know we mentor people all the time on how to get hired but it still takes years and even then like getting hired it's like okay well now you got your your 8 10 12 16 week academy you have Mm -hmm. to go through and then after that, you've got 12 months of probation. Mm. So the journey. Just so it's not a job for midlife crisis, folks. It's no. Okay. Not usually. But it's it's really just, it's, it's a game of, at times, mental toughness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that gets people, even the young guys, the 22-year-old guys, they, it, it's like I said, it's a, a year of probation. Every day you come to work, 10 days a month, you're being graded. Oh, that's tough. Everything you do. Wow. You're giving classes. You're having to do all sorts of stuff around the station, you know, and then you have your, like graded evaluations. So gnarly, dude. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, I like it. Dropping some knowledge. All right. So let's go. Let's, uh, today I learned that United Nations inspectors said last Thursday that 2.5 tons and a ton is 2,000 pounds for all you mathematicians out there. 2.5 tons of natural uranium in Libya has gone missing. Natural uranium is not immediately useful for energy production or bombs, but a ton of it can be refined to 12 pounds of weapons-grade material. So 2,000 pounds of uranium can be only 12 pounds of weapon-grade material. So it's not exactly awesome that 10 drums of it have gone missing. And what is the closest thing approaching good news in this situation? Forces allied with a warlord currently battling the Libyan government claim that they have successfully recovered it. Shakalaka. That's good. That, I'll sleep better. That's from the Associated Press, right? Like, yeah. how the hell do you just, gosh, two and a half tons of, of uranium, 12 pounds. I wonder how many pounds it would take to make like an A-bomb or something like that. Out of that 12? Yeah. Like, like how big, how many pounds was Hiroshima or Nagasaki? Or... Well, now, I mean, you're, you're, that's what, 70, 80 years ago? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the technology now is just. They have all sorts of different ways to use. Yeah. So what I heard with like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the reason people were able to live there like days after they can still live there nowadays is because when they launched the nuke, it, 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 it detonated on the ground or in the ground. Right. Versus nowadays when they launch the nukes or knock on wood, you know, if and when they launch nukes, they're going to detonate it like, you know, 500 feet, a thousand feet above the actual targets because that way it screws yeah and it screws the environment for years and years and years after so dude gnarly gnarly all righty all righty um want to hear about jack daniels this is a good one i like that today i learned that jack daniel it's in parentheses the founder of whiskey like like we don't know who freaking jack daniel is right all right died from kicking a safe when he kicked it, he broke his toe, which got infected. He eventually died from blood poisoning. How gnarly is that, dude? Jack Daniels died because he kicked something? I kicked the safe. And it, back in those days, you know, just... Ah, got him with the big toe. Dun, dun, got That's him with the it, big dude. toe, dude. Just done. Dundies. Dundies. Man. 
Isn't that a tough one? Like, could you imagine just just doing all that hard work and you're like, I'm going down for the big toe. Yeah. I wonder if he was like a smuggler in his early days or if he just was a baller right out the gates. I don't know, but I thank him pretty regularly for all the hard work he's done. <laughs> Dang, I don't have Boom Shock up, but I like that. So do you know that there's the ability, this is something I learned, um, the ability, do you know what an air tag is? An air tag. Yeah, it's like some little device, I guess, that you can put on somebody's uh, card. It's a tracking device. Oh, so it's like an over the... Apple? I don't know. Does Apple make them air tags? I don't know. It's it's like an over the counter tracking device, essentially that you can hide under people's cars. They're super yeah, small. Like the idea was to keep track of you know your luggage or your keys. Like we all have wives that can never seem to find their <laughs> keys. Hypothetically, yeah, shoot. But the fact that they never thought that. Wait. You mean some dude can just put this on the checky stockings car? Dude, right? Gnarly. Come on. It, it, but it happens. It's like over the counter. Well, of course it happens. Right? Why would you even think that's a good idea to sell to the general public? Exactly. How did that what happen? Like, doing? is there no privacy anymore? Like, is that a, 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 a they never sat down criminal in offense? A conference room and they were like, well, there might be, this might be one little issue here. We might have that one guy who takes it uses it the wrong way it's like come on dude dude they probably did but like like you said they always premise it over over good like we're gonna use this to find our car keys or to make people's lives easier same thing with the patriot act after 9-11 right oh we're implementing this yep. ability to read all your stuff and yep. you know and take action immediately off. yeah still taking our shoes off everybody. dude yeah it's 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 heavy so i was shocked to actually learn that there's over-the-counter tracking devices that you can put or divorce people, hide them in their kids' backpacks. And some of these things will record audio. Yep. And it's just, oh, I, I don't know. It's just scary. I think that's just, that's gnarly. Speaking of that, like, do you ever like, like talk? You're like, I think my phone spies on me. I know it does. We ever oh, like talk to somebody. 100%. Yeah. 100%, dude. You you can, there's all sorts of little um, experience, experience, experiments you can do by just saying like, just talking about like, St. Patrick's Day, but in like August. Yeah, right. And then you're gonna and start then just seeing seeing what pops up on your phone. Dude, that's a good hundred percent. Yeah, it's freaky, man. It is so freaky. I remember like iPhone one and now it's just your iPhone's like literally a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh wow. Yeah, I remember my dad too used to use Thomas guides, like maps. I remember around. in two thousand and five um in my fraternity house there was like probably like six six to ten guys or so that they were like hey dude like they ran it we ran into these these people that worked for apple on the mall and so i went to arizona and the mall was like arizona state or well, AU? i said arizona oh, okay u of a oh snap yeah all right dude shoot sorry okay keep going so um they would always have you know uh vendors and stuff out there and in 2005 apple was promoting the ipod oh man and the idea was like if they wore this yellow shirt and remember that um silhouette symbol of a guy listening yep. to an ipod of course with the, with the, the yep. cord dangling hell down, yeah the, the plug-in headphones oh, 
And um, so they had to wear this yellow shirt. Like, I think it was like every Friday for like a couple months, dude. They would get a free iPod at the end of it. Oh, man. And we were all like, you guys are idiots, dude. Like, who? I got Napster. I don't know. Yeah, LimeWire, Kazaa. iPod, dude. Yeah. You idiots. Like, who? I'm making CDs, fool. Like, get out of here. Have you heard my mix I made? I used to make my girl mixes. Kelsey, you need me to burn it for you? See, Steiny love mixes. Come on, bro. So... Yeah, lo and behold, here we are. I know, right? Just connected to Apple. Head to toe, dude. So that middle shelf right there, stick your hand all the way back. I think I have like two original iPods, the U2 oh, edition. Man. Yeah, dude, I got like... You can sling that. You should look at what the original... No, no, one just I know, sold for like 35 grand. I think that was an iPhone 1 in the box or something. iPhone 1, that's what it was. In the box, like brand new, never yeah. used. Like So gnarly. That, that's funny. That reminds me of a story. So back in the day when I was... You know, little, let's say, I was maybe 10 and my little brother's three years old, so he's seven. So we had a baseball card shop, like literally less than a mile from our house. And we would love to collect football cards, basketball cards, baseball cards. So in the summer, we would work there, right? And um, for like six, seven hours a day. And then we'd get, it was like five bucks an hour. Like we're little kids, right? Just sorting cards. And then the second we'd get off our shift, we'd turn around and spend all our money in the card shop again. Well, this is like maybe like 90, 91, maybe 92 at latest. And it's right around that time Magic the Gathering had just come out. It might oh, have been Magic card. Yeah. So check it though. So these guys used to come into the card shop and my little brother and I would be like, Magic, like these guys are freaking dorks. Like, Nerds. Yeah. What is this Nerds. crap? What is this crap? They're literally like Sweet buying this stuff. Cape, bro. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Flying Lotus or whatever that cards were. So, so anyways, like lo and behold, you know, 20 years later 30 years later or whatever that original magic the gathering a single pack of unopened cards out of a box that used to maybe be 200 bucks for a box a single pack of unopened cards is like 35 grand stop it. yeah i swear dude i swear so the yeah, power no, of the nerds man i know they right? they know how how but why is it worth that much? Has anyone ever wondered, like, why? I guess they're just super freaking rare. I don't know, because it, it, cause they're... Because nobody plays it. <laughs> but but then why it's is there demand like that? Everybody... Why is there demand like that? It's rare because everybody was like, we are not playing this game because we want to lose our virginity. <laughs> At some point, so... Oh, man. stop playing Magic. Oh, snap. <laughs> Dude, you know? wow! I love that. So somebody, that's a clip, dude. That's a commercial right clip. But I, I've I've actually heard other things around them, like Hasbro. That's one of Hasbro's top selling lines, and Hasbro competes with Mattel in terms of dude, businesses as a toy maker. Playing the system, nobody cares about Magic cards for thirty five grand. Oh, easy! If you look on eBay, I bet you'd see some that sold today for that much and more. That just means there's a willing guy to pay thirty five grand, right? Dude, well, hey, hey, come on. Like, if someone's like, hey, this Kobe Bryant signed game worn jersey is going to sell for 35 grand, you'd be like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest, if not the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Game worn jersey, autographed, rest in peace. KB, baby. Can't ever sign an autograph ever again. You're like, yeah, makes sense. Yep. And then you're going to try and tell me magic cards? No. I don't know, dude. Come I guess on, there's dude. just that many dorks out there. CGC. What do they call that? Dude? CGC or 
God, what does that stand for again? It's something like card game. I don't know. It's it's yeah. All right, it's a trip, dude. It's a trip. It's a trip. It's a trip. All right. So next little stat here: irreparable. This is the last today I learned. It says auto repair prices are up and outpacing the overall rate of inflation considerably. With government data showing motor vehicle repair prices up twenty three percent over the course of the past year. The cause is a combination of a shortage of workers. The industry will be 642,000 workers short of capacity by 2024 and an inconsistent supply of auto parts. There are also fewer car repair shops still in business. In 2016, there were 225 vehicles on the road for every service bay, a level that in 2021 rose to 246 cars for and trucks for every bay. ABC News. So this I, did, I just wanted to share this because I think that's kind of where I feel like a college degree a college is obviously a great thing but I don't feel like you can go to college anymore and just like major in whatever and it's like okay I have a college degree great. you gotta bring back the trades yes we thank you that's exactly where I was going with this like a plumber an electrician uh, auto re- like a trade a technical trade the trades have to come back and you, you can know. make good money being a yeah. tradesman Absolutely. you know whether you're on your own or and, whether and, you're unionized or you could make like yeah. like you know like our fearless leader in california is trying to make oh, every God. car electric in 2035 which Such is a never gonna happen never never but you know the the internal combustion engine is it's never gonna go away i hope not dude you know i mean the the idea that electric cars are amazing mm-hmm. don't get me wrong that like tesla they're they're amazing but the idea that every single person should be driving them and that should be your only option, you know, that's, I, I think that cars will always need mechanics. People will always need plumbers, roofers, mm-hmm. you know, you got to bring back the trades. You got to bring back, and, and there and there's great money in that. There's great money in people having the ability to own their own business, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and have a trade there, there are so many of these people making six figures a year uh-huh. and have the ability to control their own hours you know dude they're they're and and look how reliant everyone is on them exactly you know? exactly it's a hundred percent bring them back baby you, bring back bring the back. you have to bring them back let me share this one real quick because you touched on electric cars and gas so this is a little stat i found so I guess in like a Last of Us, it's like a zombie show on yeah. HBO or something. I don't watch it, but I heard it's decent. But anyway, it says uh, Last of Us explored how gasoline would handle 20 years of time. And it has managed to tick off gearheads by being not exactly accurate. It turns out that gasoline breaks down over time with regular gasoline taking some three to six months to decay with ethanol infused American gas breaking down in one to three months. Fuel stabilizers exist, but not the kind that lasts 20 years. Indeed, the real solution to fuel and in the apocalypse is probably diesel, which also doesn't last 20 years, but biodiesel is at least somewhat a thing. So I had no idea. I thought gas would last for years yeah, in no, an engine. No, gas goes bad, what, even if it's in a lawnmower. Really? You know, Over after thing, a few months? Yep. You got to take it, change it out. Dang. Change it out. So the apocalypse is going to be extra gnarly. Yeah. See, that's yeah. like an idea of mine. Apocalypse, I'm going to store gas. I'm going to sling gas. Like, hey. But it'll all but go you bad. Know what's Your gonna product's going to go bad. The first thing that's going to go out is the electricity. So I don't know how people are going to be driving all their electric cars in the apocalypse. True, true. We're apparently going to be no cars after the first three months, or you know, after all the gas decays. Yeah, yeah. You got to change. You got to use it, and you got to change it out. It can't just sit there. 
Yeah, I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. All right, beautiful. So do you have any today in Ladera for us or be something you saw, thought was funny, you know? Today in Ladera, we learned the power of the Ladera moms. Ooh, dude, what? Larmac. Okay, talk to they me. They pissed off the wolf pack big time. Dude, they were they were going to town. Dude, somebody kicked the hornet's nest, and kudos to can we get a round of applause? Dude, we can most definitely do that. To the Ladera moms. Yes. I mean, so the drama today, March 18th, 2023, was the cancellation of dozens of little league games. Yeah, the closing of fields. Closing of fields because it rained not today, not yesterday, but what? 3 days ago. Right. Yep. And it's been really yeah. hot since then, too. And it's been hot and sunny and Larmac, the Ladera Ranch uh maintenance company's explanation was the grass is not safe. Safe? They said it's not safe? They, they played the safety card. What? Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's whack. With all of the action in going on in the outfield in Little League games. <laughs> Dang it. Like, come on, dude. Oh, shoot. So, mind you, with the weather, right? We, like, what? We've played one game in a month. Bro, I it's think. been gnarly. It's feel been bad gnarly. You feel bad for the kids, right? So everyone was stoked on this weekend because the rain stopped mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and everyone's like, "Cool, we're let's good. go, baby, let's, let's go, let's go." Yep. And these dudes were like, "And these dudes by I mean, Larmac were like, yeah. no, nope, we're gonna keep the fields closed." And the Ladera moms, dude, they just emails and phone calls, and they pounded him. I that poor Josh Ferreira guy, or whatever I would his name is, Josh see, Ferry. I would love keep to those see fields his open, inbox. Ferry. I would love to see his inbox. Like, yeah, like what if if. I would like to see Josh's iPhone. You know that little red notification thing oh, on the email. Man. Like, it's yeah. got to be hovering around four thousand, bro. Right? Could you imagine <laughs> like his Friday at work? He he's probably, probably like, I'm leaving early. I got this date with this girl. Was yeah, probably sitting there at like, you know, Mastro's Ocean Bar. Like, dude, oh, what is man. going on? And people are like, bro, what did you do? I don't know if Larmac work will be at Mastro's, but I hear you, dude. He is like not a good day not for Mr. Josh. Day. And miraculously, this morning, the fields were opened. So, boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. Round of applause to the Ladera moms. And I think coming full circle to the whole thing of like what I saw in Ladera today was the strength of a community. Oh, man. Make me cry yeah. now. Making me, you know, there's cry. not like there's little leagues and, and softball leagues all around, right, throughout the country, but not all of them are super concentrated and centered in one specific totally. like neighborhood. Totally. You know, so makes Ladera great. That's what makes Ladera great. So when they close it like this, right, you end up the parents saying, "Okay, well, we're gonna have Sandlot games." Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, just go anywhere. Parks, right? Yep. So you drove around Ladera today, and we went to what we played in one of them. But there were parks with kids playing these Sandlot games in their uniforms. The parents came out. They they set up their own stands basically, and they said, "Fine, we're gonna play our baseball 
in the middle of this grass field because the kids are what matter. We're not worried about your grass. And dude, it was awesome. It, it, it was it was awesome just to see, you know, the community yeah. come together yeah. for the kids. You I know, like that. this is this is not cool. We we haven't played any any ball. So the kids, dude, I had like five hundo on some of those games. Yeah. Well, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what fun's little league if you can't throw yeah, under together? Yeah, you gotta get yeah. the over under, right? Yeah, least, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. No, I, I that that's totally true. And the Ladera moms are not a pack that I would like to mess with. I was gonna say political they, pack, but no, they're yeah, just a when pack, they get man. Unified just, too. Yeah, dude, I would love to have the out. the admin or one of the admins. I don't know if there's multiple of their Ladera moms Facebook page on here. Yeah, because that's a that's a fun. Yeah, little place and over there. You know there. what? Like everyone knows the Ladera Moms Facebook group. Like there's, dude, they make you like show. Kelsey's not even part of it. I don't know if she's just lazy or what, but they make you show like oh, uh, yeah, show bills yeah. or I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. And there's you know quick, quick little cavity search. I, I've read some of the posts in there. Melissa showed me, but there's plenty of Karens in there at times. You know, yeah, and, it, and it's laughable most of the time. But when you see the ability of them to kind of show up in force, it was pretty rad, dude. And and not to take anything away from the dads and all the mm-hmm. coaches, like the 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 ability though of the community as a whole to say, hey, we're not gonna just take it, take it, and hang out and not play baseball, yeah, because you guys think that your grass is so uh, precious, too special for our kids. That's to ridiculous, dude. I can't ridiculous. believe they like, said that. Like, I would, I would have said, I don't want you messing up the fields because the grass is wet and the cleat marks dude, I, and all that. Like I would have at least played that card, but the safety card. I said yesterday, we should just storm the field. Like we yeah. should just say we're playing anyways. What are you, what are they going to do? Yeah, exactly. What do? That's what I kind of said too. in our yeah. little like team group. Strength chat. in numbers, dude. Like if you just said, okay, but you just, if you got everyone on the ranch, literally be like, Hey, just play the schedule. Mm. See you guys there starting at 9 a.m. Keep the games as is. Yeah. What are they going to do? One guy's going to show up and tell all of these people to leave? Like, pff, come on, dude. He might try to. Or he might try. Maybe they'll call the police. Who knows? Mm. People are come on, dude. so whack nowadays. But hey, yeah, like you said, I, I Round of rallied, dude. It was they awesome. crushed it. Yeah. They crushed it, they dude. Crushed Heck it. yeah. All right. All right. Oh, snap. That's our Urban Dictionary Words of the Week. Stein Time Wow's Words of the Week. All right. So I'm going to hit you with the first one. The first one tonight is super easy. Kind of talking about earlier. So dog blocking. Dog blocking? Dog blocking. What's that? Dude, come on. Think about it. (laughs) Dog blocking. Yeah, it's pretty easy, right? What's the opposite of dog? Or what's not the opposite, but what's the human version of dog blocking? Oh. Okay, so check it. It says, dog blocking is when a girl's effing dog prevents you from getting laid by laying between you and her in the bed. Dog blocking may include the dog doing anything that kills the mood and draws the girl's attention away from you and your wiener. For example, getting sick, needing a walk, or just being it cute. Guy one, how'd it go last night? Guy two, it sucked. I was a victim of dog blocking. Dog blocking. That's a real thing. (laughs) It's just the Urban Dictionary word of the week. So, I mean, I thought it was funny, you know. We've all had those homies that are 
CB and fools. So yeah, dog blocking. I don't know. I just liked it. I thought it was kind of cute. I guess you could say. Who knows? So you know, yeah. We were talking about dogs earlier. Have you got dog blocked lately? Well, like I said, the dog sleeps in our bed. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I yeah. like. I remember there was a couple times back when my dog was alive, our dog was alive that we'd have to kick him out of the room, you know, here and there just because yeah. sometimes when they're not asleep on their bed or, you know, yeah, yeah. They're right, yeah. They're right there. Right there. You know, they yeah. start licking an ankle. Yeah. It just ruins the whole vibe, dude. Oh, a little, oh, bit, a little bit of kink in there, huh? Yep. Oh, shoot. All right, great. Okay, next, dude. Next, we got Forest Bride. What do you think a forest bride is? Forest. I, I included this one because my own personal viewpoints. I don't know. All right. Forest bride is a man or a woman that has been taken as a mate by a large woodland creature, such as a bear, hermit, or mythical forest dwelling creature, typically against that person's will. Will. Sentence. Your husband appears to be traveling with the bear, either as a hostage or as what we call a forest bride. <laughs> so I brought this up because I a I think it's funny and b people make fun of me for it all the time. But I am a vehement Sasquatch believer. Oh, I believe that okay Sasquatch is alive and living in the Pacific Northwest in deep parts of our forest. Yeah, yeah, they live there, in caves. Lots of evidence that they live there in caves. A bipedal creature living, you know, yeah, a couple hundred years ago. Oh no, no, no! They're they're still out there today. They're all in Native American lore. Um, I think they're just a lost tribe or I don't think they're a lost tribe of people. I think, I think it's an undiscovered, uh, primate, like something like the great ape, you know, where deep, deep, deep in the Pacific Northwest, uh, Canada, you know, they have sightings of them all over, like where it's cold, uh, in, um, like where's the Yeti at the abominable snowman? Why am I blanking? They climb the mountain there, like that region, the Himalayas all throughout the Himalayas, um even on the east coast they have sightings all over new york like buffalo area i mean they're they're everywhere and there's government foia foia freedom of information act requests like back on past documents the fbi has looked into these things uh it's yeah i mean that, that's a whole show in and of itself but yeah. if you want to come back one night i will fully break down to you why i believe in sasquatch so if they came out next week and they were like yeah they exist here's the pictures mm-hmm what would you say? Oh, bro, I would jump for joy and I'd probably email and call immediately at least five people that I know that have repeatedly like made me the butt of jokes over years and just see like, see, I told you so, Nailed mofo. It. Nailed it. Nailed it. Now listen to everything else I say and take it as yeah. word. Harry and the Henderson. Right, right below right word of time. God. Take, yeah, take what I say because I'm right below that, mofo, because... Steiny knows what's up. I mean, dude, like, have you ever taken a plane to the East Coast and just, you know, six hour flight for five of those hours, you could look out your window at any given time and see nothing but land. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, and there's a lot of evidence for them. So yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer. You never thought about it, huh? A little bit, you know, I always, I assume there's lots of creatures that, you know, or in our oceans, I think there's so much undiscovered oh, the stuff oceans, in our oceans. The, the deep oceans scare me. Oh yeah, I'm out on that. They're aliens, dude. Dude, right? So, are, do you aliens. believe in aliens? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something else out there. Okay, so you there believe there's be. there's other um, 
life out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and do you think they're as developed as we are, or you just think they're little organisms at this point? I don't know. You know, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, it's hard to imagine a universe where we would be the only beings, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That, that'd be pretty wild. Well, I mean, I could see that, but I mean, if, if we're, and not just in, how come nobody else has reached out though? Or how come no one else has found us or, you know, are we the most advanced civilization in all of the universe? If what you say is true and there is life out there. And why haven't those more advanced civilizations like ever? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. Yeah. You know, but I hope there's not anyone more advanced than us because like human nature, I don't, A, I don't believe I think there is, but they're just going to come and squash us. That's what happens when you have a more powerful society that, you know, especially if our earth had resources or something they wanted, like, dude, we would stand no chance. Like Independence Day. Could you imagine that? Remember that with Will Smith and that huge oh, freaking... dude. Like, what? That's what? a great movie. So good where he just decks the alien. Welcome like... to Earth. <laughs> dude, so good. So good. All right, all right. So let me get into my Larmac goings-ons here. Dude, we've been chatting for a minute here. I can't yeah. believe how much time has flown. But anyway, we got a Saturday, April 22nd, one of my absolute favorites of the year. We have the Community Garage Sale coming up. I hope that... My son and daughter's baseball games are at times afternoon after 12 p.m. on this day because I love the Little Ranch sale. Garage Sale. Do you do you participate or do you shop or do you not even care? I have not been, but I think we'll go. What? We'll check it out. You've been here see. six years and you've never, never done, done it. Maybe because you've had sports or games that yeah. day. But, oh, bro, you got to do it. All right, we'll go. Yeah, I love it. I love the garage sale. All right, so we got that coming up on the 22nd. Let's see, go green on that same day in Little Ranch 22nd. Usually they have... Uh, the Goodwill trucks here after the garage sale. So oh, the Goodwill trucks will be day. there. Yeah, that they is got the phenomenal. truck too. Yeah. So right the- after tax season, <laughs> just park it right out front of Covenant Hills. Just, All right, yeah, Covenant Hills. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. So everybody good. get your tax documents. Give it to this guy. Yeah, right. He's going to shred up. Yep. I promise. So good. That's, yeah, that's great. And I used to like, you know how the Goodwill trucks are parked there. So I used to, I skate, I skate, you know, at the skate park um, in the evening yeah. sometimes. And whenever the Goodwill trucks are there, some nights I'll be like skating by them, you know, to get to the skate park. And there's just loads of stuff just oh, freaking lined up. I don't you know if I talk, should be saying this on air. to those guys. Oh, I do. Dude, Sam. Dude. Sam's the man. The gray-haired some Sam, dude. The, he's the, he's a long-time later resident. Shout out to Sam, stuff, the Goodwill guy. Some of the stuff people drop off. Bro, he's telling me in Kodo they dropped Wild. off like electric bikes, dude. Like brand new electric bikes. Wild. Yeah. Oh, I could imagine. Dude. Like like sex toys and stuff. Well, I mean, nowadays it's like you've got things like offer up. Yeah, know? it's like yeah, but how, that's time, bro. That's time consuming. Like, yeah, let, let me at least. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, Just so freaking. But hey, I mean, give it give it away for sure. Yeah, at least they're giving Don't it away. Throw it away. Yeah, man. Yeah, I hear you. Just so much excess. So much excess. Gnarly. What's your take on the electric bike revolution? Oh, dude, I think you need a license for them. You got these kids rolling around doing wheelies, you know, messing up all the dirt and all that. I mean, I'm good with it. Usually they ride. They should make the area right out front of the skate park that that dirt patch there. They should make that like the electric bike patch. Let them build jumps there. Let them like do whatever the hell they want to do there. So that way they're not doing burnouts on the baseball fields or, you know, soccer fields, things like that. But um 
I think it's horrible, dude. I think these kids are extremely dangerous. Maybe one out of 10 of them is actually worthy of being able to own and use an electric bike. You have little girls putting like two, three, four on. It looks like yeah. freaking Bali, dude. Driving down the street, I see the girls. I'm like, am I freaking, is that, a, am I in Bali right now? Like, you know, what's going on? You got your whole family on there changing a baby's diaper. Well, my, stop my question like, what? is, how is it not a motorcycle? <laughs> it, That's like saying a Tesla is not a car because it's electric right it's like dude if this if you it probably will be because that's that's income for the government so watch it'll become that in this state of all states they are not regulated e-bike license but like you know and you try not to forget what it was like to be 14 15 yeah and actually fucking have to pedal like well yeah mofo i pedaled in my day what's that right oh but the problem is like we were coming back from in and out the other day and we're going down o'neill that going mm-hmm, down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i look over and i'm like this dude is flying bro yeah and i got up next to him and he's going 35 plus i'm like bro, shit hey that is a motorcycle at least he's you going for a it. motorcycle yeah like there has to come a point where you know i mean your son's 10 now. Like, yeah. Oh, he wants one yeah. so bad. We won't let him. He wants one so but bad. There comes a point like as a parent's like, okay, do you, if this was, if it was, instead of 2023, if it was, if it was 2003, yeah. would you let your 12 year old ride a motorcycle to school? Cause if the answer is no, I'm just curious yeah, no. why you think giving them an electric bike that goes 30 the parents are lazy they don't want to have to take them to school anymore and or their kids I mean, they just can't say no to their kids there's so many parents here i feel they just can't say no well, and I, to their kids because so little bobby has one so little johnny I has think to have the one difficult thing for parents with this and this is where i am very empathetic towards the parents to degrees like your kid is not gonna be keeping up with their five of their, their friends if they all got e-bikes, dude. True, true. If little Tommy's the only one without an e-bike, yeah, he ain't. Go- he, hey man, I will meet you at Starbucks in uh, twenty minutes, dude. I'll just sit on the back of homeboys or sit on the back, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I so, rode on pegs when I was a grom, dude. I rode on same. pegs. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I hear, yeah, it's hard. It's hard, dude. It, yeah. And I don't know what the right answer is, but so no. are you gonna let? No, you know. Yeah, it's just right dude, now there's kids like, that have been hurt, like right. hit, and, and yeah, I've seen it at work, and and you know, just for me, it's hard for me to think that anybody like under, I'll give you a fifteen, I was say fourteen, should, yeah, 14. 14, 15 should be riding an electric motorcycle. Yeah, and if they do, they need to pass a test to yeah. like. There's got to be some sort of basic understanding of like where you're at in terms of like the vehicle code. Because these kids, like you see, they weave in and out of sidewalk to bike lane. To, to wheelies and this and To wheelies. And, and you're like, dude. Yeah. You guys. like, I'll speed gonna- by them, dude. And like, I won't ever like pretend to like hit them or anything. But like when they're being idiots on the side of the road, like I'll go fast by them and kind of just like, you know, maybe yeah. drift them. Like just say like, hey, dude, stay in your lane. Well, you remember on you're Halloween, on a Halloween too, dart. those kids tossing uh fireworks oh yeah and the only yeah. reason they were able to get away was because they were e-bikes. e-bikes oh heavy dude i was about ready to just <sighs> mm, mm, mm. yeah that's the problem right you throw a firework at my six-year-old girl oh but but then what dude it's like i know i thought about that too 
because I have a short fuse for that stuff, and I would never dream about doing anything like that when no, I was a kid. Like no. I had so much but more what's, respect what's for every, elders. Like, like these kids, like what's their biggest fear? Their parents usually. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, judging from some of those kids, not yeah, even but, that. But, but but you know. They're okay, doing, in general, in yes. In general, right? Yes. Like, so you all you gotta do to scare some of these kids is say, "Give me your phone." I'm calling your mom. They're not. If you told the kid that, they'd probably tell you to fuck off to your face and say, I'm not giving you shade, old man. They'd probably just talk smack to you. Probably. And then what? Probably. And then you just walk away with your head down because you can't grab some little kid by his neck and slap. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't say anything. That's why I just like, because I know if I say something, one of them's going to back talk me. And then it's just, you know. That's so how I, I felt on Halloween. I was like, like you said, you're like, man. Yeah. You felt Where's like this kid's dad so I could slap him, maybe? I'm, I'm going to clothesline a 12-year-old tonight. Exactly. And I'm going to get yelled at. Yep. But they just Even threw, though he they deserved just threw it. a firework at my six-year-old's head. <laughs> bro, bro. I was talking with my dad about this driving to my son Kanan's practice the other day. When my dad was in school, he got whipped with a wood freaking paddle with holes in it to make it go faster. His teacher, his, his, his grade school teacher would swat their butts. Yeah. If they misbehaved, right? And nowadays, if you even literally like, like it used to be acceptable maybe to spank your neighbor's kid. I don't know, but nowadays it's just so like, oh, you touch a kid, even if they were being a total. Gosh, you know, it's and the yeah. parents never want to own there's, up to there's it. There's not a lot of fear there. None, you know? none. Entitled little shit. I mean. Yeah. Although I mean I'm I'm cool with a lot of those quote unquote punks. They actually are good kids. Um I see them at the skate park and stuff. So yeah. I kind of know the troublemakers or quote unquote troublemakers. And really they're just being they're just you know kids. good kids. Yeah, yeah, riding yeah. an e-bike and doing donuts and messing. That's like his worst that they do, yeah. literally. It's not like they're so that's another, you know, thing maybe why I could agree to have one. Like, okay, if this e-bike's gonna keep him having fun with his friends, staying within the community. That's what I mean. Like, like, like as a parent, sometimes it's a rock and a hard place. Like yeah. You don't want to do it, but then now they're, would you rather them drive their own e-bike or sit on the back of someone's, you know? Yeah. Probably drive my own. All right. Safety. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Word. So Flint Ridge Spa closed for repairs beginning Monday, March 20th in a day or so. It'll be closed for two weeks. It says, uh, visit the other pools and then let's see, uh, HOA voting coming up. My last thing is we're going to be starting a campaign, make Ladera Skate Park great again. Back in COVID, when they put up a new fence, the skate park used to close at 9 p.m. Now the skate park closes at 8 p.m. And I think it's whack because the tennis court lights are up until 10 and the swimming pool up on the other side there. Uh, I forget the name of it. Maybe Oak. No, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's open until 10, the lap pool. So it's BS. They think they can just punk some of these little skater kids around. Cause why, why, what's the difference between 8 PM and 9 PM? Why would they exactly close dude? I don't know. I've never been able to get a good answer, but we're taking this taglines and make Ladera skate park great again. And I've already had kids in the skate park saying, yeah, dude, I'll get my parents to sign a petition, like whatever you need. When it so, closes, can you not get in with the key card anymore? Correct. It closes at 8 PM and then it's, yeah. And then they, when they put in the new fence, it used to close at 9 PM, which was great. Cause I could skate comfortably after work, you know? Nowadays, like with kids practice and stuff, I I can't skate a lot of nights. Or when I do, it's just for yeah. 20 minutes instead of an hour and 20 minutes. So kind of sucks, pisses me off, just kind of. And not just that, it's like the skate park's a positive place, right? If they're in oh, there totally. skating, they're not yeah. going to be, yeah, my, they might be cussing or something like that. But I never see kids drinking in there. I never see kids smoking in there. All right. I hear is language fly. So it's like it's ridiculous for 
for them to come in. So you parents out there, when you see a petition going around, um, yeah, just, just support it, support it. So shoot, dude, you are like, this is crazy. We've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes and you know, I've got, I've only went through like half the stuff I've, I've gone let's through. Keep it going. All right. All right. So let's see what else we, we have. So here's another little section I like off my chest. This is just, you know, some things that people, uh, come online in this instance, Reddit and just kind of get off your chest. So this one's heavy. All right, this one says, My older brother died suddenly in January. I just found out his lifelong best friend and girlfriend of over a year are sleeping together. I'm mad and upset about it, but at the same time, I'm trying to understand that grief hits everyone differently. At the end of the day, I just can't get behind it. My other brother tells me I shouldn't be mad or worried about it, but I think he's bugging. Thoughts on something like this happened? My thoughts, yes, he's bugging. Your older brother is a wimp. Like... You got to punch that dude. Yeah. Can't. For your dead brother. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it's I mean look a, at Hunter Biden, bro. Like, he didn't he marry his, he did, his dead brother's wife. He married her? Yes. Yes. Is that on the laptop? Bro, I'll, I'll confirm it, but give me your thoughts on this. I think that every situation with that kind of stuff is different, dude. What? You know? No, I don't think so. So you think it's okay for your best friend to date? Let's say you died. You think yeah. it'd be okay for your best friend to date your wife after a year, after two years, after five years, after 10 years? Well, I would say if he's my best friend, that means I vetted him. Oh man! Right? Wow! I know that he's a good, dude. Wow! You're shocking me right now. You know he's a good dude. Wow! I think there's more pros than cons to that. Oh my gosh! Are you a swinger secretly, dude? No, no, no. Wow. What I'm saying, you're saying if I died, or this guy's dead. Oh, wow, dude! You're. Much... I think the question is if there was something going on before. That's the only question, you know. Wow. Wow. All right, hold on. Let's see. I'm I'm looking for some Biden stuff. Wow. So here's in a nutshell, New York Post through CBS. Hunter, who was still married to his estranged wife, Kathleen, at the time, this is the time he fell in love with Bo Biden, his dead uh, hero. His brother was a military hero, Bo. Um, it was when he was dating his Bo's wife Haley he was still married to his estranged wife Kathleen at the time uh, he said he and Haley were incredibly lucky that their family supported the unusual liaison after Bo died of cancer in May 2015 so he basically left his current wife to go be with his brother's dead wife yeah I don't know how I feel about that yeah, dude. Listen to this quote. I made a lot of decisions that I probably shouldn't have, said Hunter, who has long struggled with addiction and also revealed that he had searched through rugs for anything that resembled crack cocaine. <laughs> we don't have enough time. I know, right? Time, you guys need to look at that laptop. That's like the media dropped the ball, dude. Like how? Oh, 
Oh, oh, oh. Twitter files got him on that one. Dude, it's just ridiculous, right? This whole... Oh, I don't. I can't even go there. I'm trying to get people to listen to this show, not just get pissed by it. All right, here's here's a uh, here's the last one. You want to hear about a guy missing his person's birth or a woman who wants to be a housewife? Housewife. Mm-hmm. So you're the housewife. housewife. All right, it's very short. It says, "Am I wrong for wanting to be a housewife? I'm a 25 year old female, and it has always been my dream to be a housewife, have kids, and cater to my man." My mom and sister ride the feminist wave more and believe in working hard, being a boss, being misindependent. Am I wrong for not wanting that? Double question mark. I don't want to be a boss. I just want to cook clean, learn how to garden, please my man, and STFU. Is that shut the F up? I guess. Okay. Wow. Right? What the heck? Good for her. Good for her? Whatever you want to do. If that was your daughter, you'd be happy with that if that's what makes her happy that's all she wants to do no college no nothing just boom i'm gonna be well, some guy's is she? Wait, 25 year old female 25 i mean being a stay-at-home mom is probably the hardest job on absolute earth so she tries to make it sound all glamorous have like a housewife heard, have you heard the bill burr on that no oh you gotta hear the bill burr on that what is it a quote a just, video he, clip yeah okay what do i type in bill burr housewife hardest job on earth okay b-i-l-l-b-u-r-r yeah housewife hardest job on earth yep so your mom sorry mom being the hardest okay wow so so you you're all right i'll just play the clip it's eight minutes 22 seconds they're just is this gonna get I mean, I think it's hard, but you must not think it, it's hard. No, it is. It's just his, it's a great, it's a hilarious lie, comedic dude, can't, take can't on read it. Dude. We had $3 million in assets. You're sleeping on the couch for the next two weeks, higher. huh? Uh, we have All right, let's hear it. How are you? Fantastic. Oh, this guy's a liquor. My girlfriend, right? Oh, she Bill likes Burr's. watching the Oprah Winfrey show, and I love to watch her watch the Oprah show. And then I wait for Oprah to say something that I don't agree with, and then I take it out on my girlfriend, because I'm an asshole. <laughs> so, Oprah brings out this guest, she gives her this huge intro. She's been on this, is this she's it? been on that, and she does the most difficult job on the planet, she's the mother. Oh, so immediately shit. I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, really? Really? Being a mom is the most difficult job on the planet? Fuck, I don't want to do it. on Ice Road Truckers last season. Oh, shit. <laughs> Any moms get washed overboard on Deadliest Catch? <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but what would you rather have as a job? You want to scoop scallops off the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> catching that lobster trap to the back of your head? Or do you want to hang in the sunshine with a couple of rugrats? Oh, <laughs> shit. You can sit in the bed anytime you want and some trumped-up charges? Because you want to have a drink and watch the prices, right? <laughs> One dollar. That's it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe it is the most difficult job. I mean, I thought roofing in the middle of July is a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, that was a difficult job. I really did. I thought it was difficult. But evidently, evidently these mothers, they're bending over at the waist, putting DVDs into DVD players. <laughs> oh, shit. Going to war, pinned down by a sniper. What a joke! <laughs> you ever burp a baby and forget to put that towel up there? 
there's another shirt you gotta wash. <laughs> I'll lift with your knees and put it in that machine that does it for you. Oh, shit. Dude, any job you can do in your pajamas is not difficult. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, dude, so. that goes long. That's only two minutes in, yeah. dude. Okay, gnarly. That's funny. Jeez. That's funny. But well, I still think uh, this girl's way over glamorizing it, and she has she no idea the, how hard it is to be a stay-at-home mom. I think a stay-at-home, the hardest part for stay-at-home moms is it's, it's mentally taxing, dude. Oh, yeah. It's... You know, my wife did, Melissa did it for a little bit when we first had Emily. And like she said, I mean, it, it's hard, especially when you have little kids. You're like, you have no one to talk to all day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're just, you're tired. You're trying to entertain kids. It, it's rough, dude. You know, and I don't, I did not envy her at all. Oh, hell like, no. That's what I'm saying. I've seen so, it firsthand. It's freaking gnarly, but dude. But there's, there are. Perks. women out there who like they want to be just that's all they want to do yeah and that's fine that's i'm fine. totally fine with that but i just think this girl has a a total a little bit of a distorted i don't view think she of realizes that. how how gnarly it is to have kids 24 7 24 yes, f and 7 100 especially like when you're the mom and if you're breastfeeding too like so you know exactly. i that's the thing like so i never had to get out of bed or very my wife had to get out of bed like five times every my one because she was breastfeeding so i couldn't They're really do anything for the, the kid yeah i couldn't They're i couldn't literally sucking the life out of you <laughs> you know you these poor moms are up four or five six times a night and just and then they got to just entertain the kid all day the next day yeah that's heavy all day that's heavy shout out to all the moms out there period it's yeah it's hard work it's freaking hard work Bill Burr, how big is his feminine or fe uh, female fan base? Ro roofing in July, <laughs> roofing that is some f and up, f and up ass though. Especially uh, if you're somewhere where it's super hot and humid, that would uh, that would totally suck. I'm not gonna lie, that that would not be fun. All right, nice. Next, we have the parental uh, parental corner here. So, real quick, this says, I don't know who needs to hear this. You have worth. You have value. It's time you ditch that crappy cordless drill you've had since you moved into your first apartment. The one that cams out every time and the battery barely lasts for a full job anymore. Get a proper brushless one with good torque. You're a father. It would be irresponsible not to. It's true. Yeah. Are you a big fix-it guy? Big tool guy? Well, you got to get an impact driver. Yeah, impact. Everybody knows Brushless that. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge tool guy. I've definitely, over the years tried to do more and more on my own i'm certainly not a uh i'm gonna remodel the bathroom on my own kind of guy yeah right watch a youtube video and just make it happen yeah, and, yeah. And i i work with guys that are some guys are like that dude they are just like nope i'm gonna do everything on my own heavy and it's impressive but they also take three years to remodel their kitchen <laughs> right i got gotcha. you so there's definitely at there comes a point for me where it's like, what is your time worth? Yeah, especially yeah. with kids and softball and baseball. Exactly. And, I don't and have all time of this to do stuff, that. Dude, like, I'm sure I could figure out how to do a lot of those things on my own or get help from guys from work. But um, I also have like a huge fear of like 
doing something catastrophic to my house. Oh, right. Or and like insurance doesn't cover it or something because you were like trying oh, to do it yourself. Yes. Oh, that would be horrid. Yes. Like, be horrid. And, and I, I have no problem admitting my limitations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a guy at work the other day who's like, oh, you don't do your own brakes on your own car. And I'm what? Like, Fuck. That's, no. Yeah. What? No. It's like a common like, thing. Oh, it's easy. I'm like, yeah, until you do it the wrong way. And then you're just coasting through the red light <laughs> you know cruising down o'neill on my he's like no i do it on my wife's car <laughs> yeah so i know some of these things aren't hard i've watched people do them like, yeah, yeah no yeah. I, I get it like we were saying trade jobs you know like, yep yep but i just i know my limitations you know that's, that's good all it is yeah i like the guy's comment right below it says all i know is i need one of you other dads to come over and fix a bunch of shit at my house lol yeah i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> it's not uh what you know it's who you know huh? we have a friend who paid a contractor or sorry a handyman to come hang pictures in their house so there's that extreme on the other end too where it's like there's to hang people, pictures yeah. to hang hang h-a-n-g yep wow so wow yeah. Just money falling out their ass, huh? That's it. Wow, dude. Wow. All right. This next one gets me personally because I have like I have something against Georgie Pig from Peppa Pig. But this one says, I hate Blippy so much. I've always hated this idiotic voice and the way he condescends to toddlers. I hate his stupid bow tie and hat. I hate his toys. I hate his face. I hate his Harlem shake video and that I've never watched. I hate his khakis. I hate him going to play places and teaching nothing but colors. I hate him doing very few constructive videos and even those are subpar. I hate this guy. He's all like we didn't know already. His only good videos are going to an apple factory where he ignores the apple pickers laugh out loud, the popsicle one and the one of his lawnmower ones and even that one sucks because he doesn't explain how a motor works or what a gas or oil engine do. So Blippy, you know who that is, oh, right? Yeah. I can't see. Like, oh yeah like wow that's one of those things i watched like this guy has millions of hits like i Ten, he seems like a weirdo to me dude he's a yeah. weirdo like i don't know maybe well, i shouldn't say that but he's like it takes a unique individual to want to make children's videos like that like it, that with like that, that with that way, voice the and, voice the outfit yeah i do not want my kids acting like that ever no but every i mean kids just love it yeah, you know, the two year, the two to three year olds, they 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 eat it up. But it's probably because of his name, Blippy. You know? It's just the name's kind of fun and cool to say, Blippy. Hey, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman, dude, right? I remember Pee Wee Herman. He's, yeah, that's all he is. He's YouTube Pee Wee Herman, twenty first century. <sighs> but he didn't get caught jacking off in a movie theater or whatever. Not yet. Not yet, right? Probably. Ugh, I'm not even gonna say it. Who knows what's on his hard drive? That's all I'm gonna say. Well, there's a new Blippy now. There's a different, what? There's a different guy. What's his name? I don't know. But a new guy took it over. Oh, but it's so it's the same. It's, it's still called so Blippy, Blippy, but, but you're like, hey, that's it's like not a new actor. Blippy. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Well, hey, to all the Blippy fans out there, I'm sorry. I have like, I can't stand Georgie Pig personally. Georgie Pig just pisses me off. You know what pisses me I off? I want to go in Pepper there. Pig is how simple the the like art is mm-hmm. it's like insulting i feel like i'm watching yeah it's because it's british six-year-old's animated cartoon like the six-year-old drew it <laughs> <laughs> like you look yeah, at it it's like, true it's, just, it's true it's true it's like and the names are so simple it's glorified Madam stick Gazelle. figures dude yeah that's all it is and it's yeah and it's just uh yeah it's ugh, i can't stand that show either georgie pig i would love if somebody made a cartoon of like another peppa pig character just kicking georgie pig's ass 
Yeah, I, I don't like, care if he's only five Peppa or six. Pig has never been a big. I've never been a big fan. Of yeah, Pig. yeah, she's kind of a brat, dude. She's kind of bratty, honestly. At least used. I don't know. Anyway, all right. Here's our last one of the night, dude. It says I just had sex. It says my wife is about seven weeks postpartum. She had lots of complications, so it's overall been a long time. The baby slept long enough for us to uh, get it on. Good boy. Going back to protection is a strange step, but very much necessary. So seven weeks. Yeah. Consider yourself lucky. I know, guys. right? That's what I'm gonna say. Seven like, weeks, wow, that's a, this guy's on your vision. Like, that's what? a win. Huh? Huh? Come on. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you one there. Yeah, Se- seven weeks. It's I wouldn't even like, give that guy a high five. I would say, come on, dude. Dude, wait, listen wait to this comment though. The next one was definitely don't forget the protection. As a dad of two under two, trust me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, our third one was unplanned, and oh uh, yeah, it's always fun. It's well, always fun. Yeah, well, both of ours were unplanned. Not like in the sense that we weren't going to have kids, but like just the timing of it. It was okay. Like, so you like, oh, we, we, we want to have a, we want to get you know we want to have our first kid, but then it was like. Oh, we're already pregnant. And then um So you weren't using protection or birth control or like none of that? <sighs> you know, sometimes just the moment. Yeah, okay. You know, hey, hey, hey. Enough Saturday. Ralph Romance over there. Don't want to mark I feel you. Maybe somebody was checking an app and they're like, it's fine. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the app is not white. <laughs> not yeah. Screw you, Spot ovulation on. calculator. So uh, and then the same thing with, with Drew, our second one. You know, I was like, yeah, we definitely want to have two kids. But then it was like, whoa, Aww. that was quick. Drew's I mean, a badass. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> but, you know, it's. You think you'll have another one? Nope. I'm done. Physically impossible now. Physically. Did it hurt when you got a vasectomy? The actual procedure is like just a couple of tugs and like a little stinging sensation. Um, and then the post-op is, it just kind of feels like that lingering, like you got kicked in the nuts and you're down for like how many days you're not even down. So you went to work like the next day. No, they say not like you depth, like you don't want to do too much because you have like internal sutures. Got it. Okay. Um, so they do have like some limitations, but like you don't have to literally lay on the couch, dude. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, (sighs) I don't have it, and my wife's been like trying to make me get it for a few years Just now. Do it. And it's like I feel like it'll change me, dude. No, I feel like it'll change the juice. Chutzpah, chutzpah. Nope. I feel like it might have become like a little bit different. Nope. Are you sure? Nope. All right. Nope. You right, just gotta do it, dude. It's it's for for guys. It's like your it's dog, like, man. They lose those big old testicles. It's but like, you're not losing shit. them. You're not losing them. They just close off like I know, the it's like one. a mental thing. I'll just feel a little less stiny, they I guess. They just get in that vast difference and they just, nope, you guys aren't. All right. We're closing that connection. <laughs> That's it, dude. Oh, Serato. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So he's lucky. Seven. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I thought seven too. Seven weeks. weeks like this guy's. He's what? What? Okay. Fine. All right. Really quick. Stupid jag dad joke. Why is helium so expensive these days? Because the prices keep going up. Because of all the inflation. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right. You like that, huh? Because of all the inflation, and then this, and then next. grapes too. There's a raisin demand. <laughs> Right, right. Good stuff. All right, dude. Hey, 
it has been a sincere freaking pleasure chatting with you did you have fun good yeah dude oh wait you know what i forgot to ask you i ask everybody who comes in here to describe the room tell people about carl's casita the room that we are chatting from right now how do you describe this however you want you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you think it's ugly right no dude i I think it's it's nostalgic there we go you've got so many things especially for people that grew up in the 90s the 80s and 90s Mm -hmm. Preach, got, baby. Yeah, you got Leonardo in the corner. You got Marshmallow Man. You got Xbox. Stay puffed, yep. He's one of, Carl's one of the thousand people that bought a GameCube, you know. There we go. Yeah. iPods. iPod. It's just an eclectic mix of stuff. Yeah, he's stuff. got action figures. Yeah, no, I love dude, it. Thank it's, you. It's a trip down memory lane for sure. So you dude. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes I just get a little sad when my wife's like, go be with all your junk. It just hurts my feelings. So if she's listening, hopefully she'll stop saying that. Nah, dude. It's cool, man. It's good vibe. Good vibe in here. No, it's been it's been a sincere pleasure. We're gonna have to come back next time. We're gonna talk about the Battle of LA. Yeah. I mean, we have like a two minute clip. We could just no, we're done. We're done, dude. It's been it's been magnificent. I mean, I got I got church in the morning. You got you got church too. Yeah, Home Depot. Home Depot. What do you say? I thought you don't build stuff. Well, when someone rips a toilet seat off. <laughs> oh, Drew, Drew just flexing those. Everyone knows Drew, dude. He's such Drew. a stud. That's why he is so like, Drew's dude. He does Drew. not quit, and he, he will. He will go up to a guy that he's three. He'll go up to a dude that's like seven and just start trying yeah. to wrestle him down. Yeah, he's he's like I say, he's four and a half now, and he'll just he does not care about his size or age. He do him and Emily fight? Not, I mean, just some bickering. But yeah, that's really it. Um, he doesn't make her cry ever. No, but like, like Drew uh, last year at one of the concerts in the park, um, there was this this group of eight year olds, seven eight year olds playing tackle football, <laughs> and this dude Drew just was like, "I'm playing." So good, and just went in there, and, the, so and, and you know they were like, you know, swatting him away, like yeah. But he would just, like they couldn't help, but you, you was so funny because like I was watching kind of from a distance, and they were they were playing totally cool with him, and you know they kind of gently throw him off or whatever, yeah. But, you know, it got to the point where they were like, dude, look at this kid, he's like, <laughs> he's a beast. he's unfazed. Yeah. We're like, and he's cute. Him he's a cute little guy. So yeah, he's. I mean, his nickname is Little Smiley. I mean, he doesn't nice. stop smiling. Yeah, yeah. Both we we are so lucky with both our kids. You know. Amen. Yeah, they are. They are great. And and like I said, Melissa's awesome too. You got a great. Oh, she's amazing. Great little family. So, yeah, dude. If anybody ever ever sees you, they'll know. They'll know Drew. They'll yeah, know John. See, you heard her on the podcast, and yeah. just uh, we're family. So we, we always say Drew's like the little mayor of the neighborhood because he. Okay, sick. As soon as he meets someone, he yells hello to them for the rest of. The no life. way! Oh, yeah. That's so good, and that's funny too. Because like I did Ladera thing, something like I wanted to kind of talk about to bring up on the show too is like, you know, when you I feel like I have to wave to every neighbor and sometimes i feel myself doing these like awkward waves yeah. and it's like like what the hell am i doing right yeah. now like what the hell so like what's like the etiquette or you know what i'm saying like well there's if like, you, you say hi to somebody when you walk out to get in your car do you yeah. have to wave bye to them two minutes later when you're leaving or like you know what i'm saying so like, i always tell people that there is the truman show right okay good, morning, good afternoon good evening and good night you're like That's that what you say to your neighbor yeah. it's like you walk out in the morning and you it, it's 
the like you always say it's the bubble dude it's, yeah it's, it's it is a little bit like desperate housewives it as like a that. movie it's got some yeah it's got a little desperate housewives yeah but it's got it's got a truman show aspect to it and it's got the sandlot aspect to it like you're talking about today you know it's it's got a lot of cool vibes and um we never really like i never saw myself moving to ladera me neither me neither we i'm from la my whole life you know and Mm -hmm. um we were when we met we were living in hermosa beach beautiful love that and uh i lived there for like six years and we loved it and when it came, we we kind of threw around the idea of moving to Orange County, and Melissa's uh, stepbrother lives here. He's lived here for a long time. Casey, Casey, nice, yeah, yeah he's yeah, rad. Yeah, that's right. You guys know him through baseball too. Mm-hmm. So, and he always said the same thing: like the bubble, you get sucked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. He said that's totally you true. Get sucked in. I gotta have like, him on the show. Chicago. He'd be fun to talk yeah, to. Yeah, he's, he's from a good Chicago guy. And, yeah, he'd be he'd be really cool. And to Jenny, his wife's yeah. cool too. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. They're great people, and same thing. I mean, it, it just sucks in between the schools, mm-hmm. the the sports. I mean, there's not a lot of places that where it is like literally totally. all inclusive. Yeah, now that my son's ten, even though my wife never lets him, I feel like it's the kind of place where we gets home at noon, be like, okay, come back at six for dinner. Oh yeah, before the street lights turn on. <laughs> you totally. know what I'm saying? And you can, and it's uh, yeah, it's I love it. I love the yeah. bubble. It feels safe. It's, it's yeah, a it's like beautiful, what's the worst beautiful case? place. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen a lot of times, like these kids just end up up and down the Paseo or, you know. Yeah. So we're, we're blessed to be living here for sure. Hell yeah. Well, dude, John, man, it's been my absolute pleasure. You'll be back. I know you will. So and uh, time, dude. yeah, dude, thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, everybody else out there, if you want to be on the show, hit it up. C Stein, C is in cat, S-T-I-N, 3-3 at iCloud.com. Other than that, have a have a great night. John's my fellow werewolf, so I'm taking you out with this jam.
and a gent who ran amok in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. Shakalaka!